Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Football with the Boys podcast. This is episode 111, and it's been a long time since we last talked, and I am still the champ. And um, the draft is approaching us pretty quickly, within hours. Depending on when you listen to this episode, the draft could have already been over. The season could already be over for this year. And um, this could be 2023 right now, depending on when you listen to this. So, I figured uh, it's been a while since I've done an episode, and I think I thought it'd be a good idea to uh, recap the keepers. And I think couldn't think of a better way to announce my second keeper than uh, doing it on the podcast. So. There, start by recapping the keepers, and starting with Brian Dean, also known as the Commissioner, also known as Two-Time Champ, also known as Beer Bitch, also known as Brian in a Tutu. He elected to keep... Rashad Bateman for a 13th round pick. Some of the other keepers Brian had that were eligible weren't that great. I know Michael Carter was one of them. But with the possibility of him splitting time with Brees Hall and the Jets offense, it's probably going to be pretty bad this year. Um, I think Rashad Bateman's a good pick, good value. Uh, Ravens don't have Marquise Hollywood Brown anymore. So Rashad Bateman is the number one wide receiver in a pass, or sorry, in a run heavy offense. Uh, so Bateman should get a decent amount of volume. Keith elected to keep Dak Prescott for a ninth round pick. Uh, unfortunately, for the Cowboys, Tyron Smith is going to miss probably most of the year with a hamstring injury or a lower body injury. Um, this could affect the run game, and with the older Zeke, there's a good chance that maybe the Cowboys do throw the ball more, even more than the, what they were going to this year. Uh, so that could be a top five quarterback this year, and who knows, maybe has a chance to win MVP. Um Moving on to myself, it was a hard decision. Uh, there's a lot of guys I liked, and uh, but me being able to keep Marquise Hollywood Brown for a tenth round pick, it was really hard to pass up. Uh, no DeAndre Hopkins for seven weeks, and AJ Green is still there, yeah, but he's you know obviously he's getting older. Uh, Zach Ertz will still have a role. They don't have Chase Edmonds anymore, so, and with Hopkins being out, there's a lot of targets and opportunities to go around, and Hollywood Brown should do well in this offense with Kyler Murray. Uh, moving on to Lloyd, Lloyd didn't really have a lot of great keepers either. Mike Gusecki was one of the guys he could have kept for 
a 13th round pick. Um, but probably the best thing he could have done was keeping Cooper Cup for a first round pick. Cooper Cup set the league on fire last year, setting numerous records, and uh, he has a good chance to do it again this year. Only thing that's questionable right now is the health of Matthew Stafford. And I guess four weeks from now, eight weeks from now, we could all be laughing at that. But as of now, uh, the shoulder injury might be a factor for the Rams offense. Uh, Brett Bowling is keeping Debo Samuel in the six. Uh, if he wasn't being kept, he most likely goes in the first 10 picks. Uh, the way the 49ers use him, with Kyle Shanahan being the coach, we saw last year of him being the running back at times and the explosive plays that he can uh, produce on the field is amazing. He is a true playmaker when he's on the field. Um, just because we haven't seen it yet with Trey Lance, a uh, little skeptical of how Trey Lance is going to produce, but we've seen some highlights so far throughout the preseason, and we know he has a big arm. So uh, I know some of the other guys record the cap was either Elijah Mitchell, undrafted running back last year. Obviously, he was a rookie. 13th round pick wouldn't have been a bad idea either, but he was pretty injury prone and he's already kind of hurt now. So with a safe pick, Britt keeps Debo Samuel. And with the slant, this probably the easiest one to uh, diagnose Gary and Brett. Uh, not really sure how to pronounce your last name, but I'm going to say Brett Nutt. Um, Justin Jefferson for a six, slam dunk. Uh, he would also be going in the first round, probably the first three picks if he was eligible to be kept. Or not eligible to be kept. Sean and Tyler love them some A.J. Brown. So once again, they are keeping him for a ninth round pick. Uh, unfortunately for them, their rule did not get passed and they will only have one keeper, so big A.J. Brown is their guy. Um, obviously, another great value. I guess that's why a lot of us have, uh, have kept the guys we've kept, because the value is going to be so great um, on them going in the rounds we're keeping them for, other than where they uh, would have been getting drafted at. So A.J. Brown for our ninth. Slam dunk. Dum Dum is keeping Jalen Waddle here. Great season as a rookie last year. And we'll see if Tua can do it for 17 weeks. And now with Tyreek Hill coming in, he might have a better opportunity. You know, Tyreek might get double covered and uh, leaving Jalen Waddle one on one with a corner. So we'll see. We just have to see. Um, if Tua can do it. And Kevin, speaking of Trey Lance, Kevin is keeping Trey Lance for 11th. And uh, I think 
obviously uh, it was a year early, but no one thought Trey Lance would have sat the whole year or most of the year. And so now going into his sophomore year, he has uh, a chance to produce in the Kyle Shanahan offense. And there's a good chance he runs for five, six, seven hundred yards and him being able to throw um, down the field on like Jimmy G should give um, Nigel offense a big boost. Chris and Jerry are keeping Cordell Patterson. Um, undrafted player last year. He came out of nowhere. He was used as a wide receiver a lot and as a running back. And uh, so they get to keep him for a 13th round pick. I think he'll be used more as a wide receiver this year. Uh, a little quick story about this. Uh, I think it was like June or July. I want to say late June, actually. Uh, I had a text conversation with Chris Cox about who he was thinking about keeping. And he, at the time, which is still true, he said he was going to keep Cordell Patterson. And uh, he said that he thinks this could be the next Alvin Kamara. Um, for those of you that don't know, I traded Alvin Kamara in his rookie year. And he ended up uh, taking the lead by storm. So what I responded with to Chris was, I said, um, oh, so you're not going to win any championships. And unfortunately for Chris, with the great value of Alvin Kamara uh, in the later rounds, he was unable to win a championship with Alvin Kamara. So that trade is officially a wash. And uh, so... They think they have Alvin Kamara. We'll see. Jimmy was uh, is keeping Cam Akers in the 13th. Cam Akers uh, had a lower leg injury in preseason last year. So, obviously, no one drafted him. And before the trade deadline, Jimmy picked up Cam Akers and slapped him on his IR spot. Um. I know the offensive line is a question. I know there's some guys that retired and left, so definitely a big deal on the offensive line and good chance that Daryl Henderson and um, Cam Akers split. Henderson uh, has some injury questions as well, and we know Cam Akers is still coming back from his injury, so could be a 50-50 roll, and but for a 13th round pick, um, it's a easy selection for Jimmy. I know one of the other guys he was thinking about selecting was uh, Elijah Moore, sophomore wide receiver for the Jets. I think that was also a 13th round pick. So, but uh, Cam Akers is the guy for Jimmy. And. Our final keeper here is Sean Cox, who is keeping Michael Pittman. Sean, you're welcome for the Logan Tron, uh, ooh, the Michael Pittman and like 20 hours fab for uh, Logan Thomas. So I gifted you Michael Pittman. He produced really well, even with Parson Wentz. And now he has, I guess you would say he has an upgrade 
with Matt Ryan and the Colts really didn't draft anyone uh, early or add a free agent, um, a veteran free agent uh, at wide receiver to compete. So Michael Pittman should be the guy in uh, Indy. And for a sounds round pick, also, once again, great value. So, those are the keepers. And now, it's time for me to announce my second keeper. Um, it came down to a few guys. Um, Dalton Schultz, Eli Mitchell, um, Jamar Chase, and Mike Williams. So those were the four main guys that I was considering. And with that, with a lot of uh, a lot of time to think about it, um, I'm going to I don't know maybe I'll just cut to a chase, and I'm going to keep uh, Mike Williams from the Los Angeles Chargers for an eighth-round pick. Uh, Chase was very tempting for a fourth-round pick. Uh, Dalton Schultz for 13th, and Elijah Mitchell for 13th were very, very tempting. But being able to keep Mike Williams for eighth and still be able to give me more flexibility to go either tight end, uh, wide receiver, or running back early to me makes the most sense and even for the farm gear to keep Mike Williams for a six or maybe a, an eighth again next year if I win the championship. So Mike Williams is my guy. So I'm keeping Mike Williams and Hollywood Brown. And for those of you that will be at the draft, I look forward to drafting with you guys. And for those of you not attending, um, I hope I snipe you guys tomorrow night until then talk to you guys later see ya